Raphael, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. No, basically, uh, the things that have uh, tra- you know uh, transpired uh, lately, it's uh, the uh, affront of uh, the woke uh, culture in the school board uh, down here in Miami-Dade and uh, in the schools, uh, uh, etc. And uh, we've been uh, fighting this fight. Uh, like the, the last thing is, uh, at the moment, uh, we have filed a lawsuit against the uh, Miami-Dade school board for uh, infractions that uh, breaches of uh, freedom that they have committed against the, the, the children and the people of Miami-Dade County. Uh, this all started back in April. It's been a long process. When we discovered that they were um, uh, approving uh, or uh, submitting for approval two uh, uh, books of uh, human uh, reproduction and uh, disease education uh, for um, uh the uh, Miami uh, Miami Dade School, the public schools, and um, we went through a process of reviewing these books page by page, and we found that they had a significant amount of uh, uh, material that violated um, Florida law, and that uh, they were in a, uh, age inappropriate, and uh, they were also scientifically and biologically correct. Uh, like for example, uh, they identified. Uh, the existence of uh, nine uh, genders rather than just two. So that's uh, biologically and scientifically uh, um, uh, incorrect. And you're a, you're a doctor, so we can take your word for the fact that there are not nine different genders. I mean, I mean, am I right about that, first of all, Raphael, before I go to the next question? There's, there's only two from what I understand. That is scientifically and biologically absolutely correct. It's undeniable and it's unchangeable because it is in your DNA and regardless of whether you uh, feel uh, that you belong to uh, to another gender or you have another gender and uh, you transition to another gender, which is your right to do uh, when you're an adult and uh, nobody has a, a problem with that, at least we don't have a problem with that. When you're an adult, don't push that uh, down to the to the children. But your DNA remains the same. You cannot change your DNA. I mean, the, if you're going to go from woman to man, you can you can uh, have your your breasts removed, and you can have other surgeries, and you have, you can have a hormone therapy, and you know you you get changes in your voice, and you know uh, take your hair out of your body, all of that stuff. But your DNA remains, and it, it doesn't mean that when you're born, which is what these books uh, said, for example, that when you're you're born. The doctor will guess what your gender is based on certain characteristics. Obviously, the genitals, etc. But it says certain characteristics, right? But then you have you have to determine what gender you feel you belong to. Wow! So wow! That's indoctrination, right? But anyways, uh, let me let me ask you this then: Our children, is, and and we too, are encouraged to follow the science. Now, Raphael, what you have laid out for us is what I would uh, say is a doctor who is following the traditional and the age-old science of uh, chromosomes and men and women, X and Y. We're we're, we're following that type of science. Why then does, uh, is there a movement? Why then is there a, 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 a diabolical uh, effort to 
to change the science by those who say we must follow the science. What type of hypocrisy is that? Talk to us about it. That is exactly what it is. It's, it's, it's one, more, one more front in the attempt to destroy our culture and our way of life. You know, the family nucleus, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that's why they come up with these terms of uh, um, uh, male toxicity and all that kind of thing. You know, there's a, a war against uh, white men. And uh, you, you, the, the critical race theory in which they uh, tell the, the white kids that even if they don't know that, they, they are oppressors. And the black uh, kids or the color kids are the oppressed. So right then and there is a racial division in the name of stopping racism. They are using racism to stop racism. So they are hypocrites. But on top of that, then they come in with the gender fluidity, gender ideology, and what happens is when the kids are being attacked and told that they are um, oppressors, even if they don't think they are, they are oppressors, then they feel like, like they are attacked in, their, in, in what they think they are, but they are not, and they are very unsure of themselves. And then they are presented with a gender ideology, and they find they, they, many of them feel that the way to then really belong to the crowd, really, is to change the gender. And that's why they are, there's an explosion of... Uh, young children that uh, are going into this uh, thing that they feel that they are another gender and they are allowed to dress boys as girls and girls and boys. And there are some schools out here in Miami that they're putting plates of, of food and uh, and water on the halls and in the bathrooms for the people, that, the students that feel like cats. And, uh, you know, they call them uh, fair people. I mean, wow. this is so distorted, it's stupid, but it's so stupid that it's pervasive because the authorities that can stop this and, and say it's stupid, they know it's stupid, but they're doing it on purpose. It's just like you said, it's diabolical. Wow. They are allowing these children to, without knowledge of the parents, to transition or to try to transition into another gender and even get mutilated through surgeries which are then, you know, irreversible. So they are, it's a, it's a child that cannot even be given an aspirin by the nurse in the school, but yet they can transition into another sex without the parents', the parents knowledge. They cannot get a tattoo until they are, uh, you know, 18. They cannot uh, drink a beer until they're 21, but they can get a transition of hormones and all that stuff and even surgery. And the funny thing is that it's even, it's even endorsed by the American Academy of Pediatrics. This is crazy. That wow. Wow. Rafael, I, I want you to, you, now you've started a, a group down there in South Florida, uh, particularly to combat certain uh, things, lunacy and foolishness that's going on. Tell us about the group, how to get in touch with you, and tell our audience how they can help you if they're so inclined. Well, the, the group is uh, CCDF USA. It stands for uh, County Citizens Defending Freedom. And uh, uh, the idea is to, to form uh, affiliates county by county because we uh, are of the belief that the best way to affect change is at the county level. And uh, so we are the, the Miami-Dade County affiliate. And, uh, like, for example, the way we, we do things is we find... Uh, a breach of freedom by, by let's say, the school board or a county official or any other authority or a school, then we go and talk to them and give them a chance to, to, to uh, fix that breach. 
If they don't respond to that, then we give it uh, publicity. We make it public, and we make the public aware of what's going on. And if that does, doesn't work, then we go national. And if that doesn't work, then we proceed with with uh, legal action, which is what's happened with the, with the school board now. With that process that I was telling you, it started back in April, then we went through the process of of uh, of, uh, of a complaint, and uh, we facilitated a process which was extremely difficult uh, of uh, filing an objection to the thing, which uh, triggered uh, an independent inspector, and then another um, meeting by the school board. And in that meeting, the school board uh, decided in a vote of five to four to uh, uh, stop the, the, the use of those books and start the process all over again. You know what, um, I want you to say... But, but listen to this, for reasons that we, it's a, that are unknown to, to us and we can only stipulate, the next week, the chair of the board, of the board called another meeting and presented a motion to reinstate those books and those books were approved. And that was a violation of the law in itself because the, the decision of the, prior, of, the, of the prior week was supposed to be final and not subject to revision by state law. So they right there and there violated the law in our appreciation. So that's what triggered our, uh, since we you know, did everything that we could amicably, that triggered our uh, starting of a legal action against the board. Wow. Well, Something that has never been done in Miami Day, by the way. Well, let me ask you this then. Uh, how fairly, how even-handedly uh, do they treat you compared to others who might appear before that board when you come to speak out against their policies? You described a, something that happened. For example, uh, the, the last, last week when we, the, the board was having the meeting, uh, we uh, you know, put our name down to, to speak. And uh, early in the in the process, uh, and uh, we got there. We gathered at two thirty, three o'clock, to make a public announcement outside of the of the school board building. And then we were supposed to go inside and and speak to the board and announce to the board that we were uh, proceeding with legal action for the reasons that we were doing it. And uh, they scheduled uh, us uh, for six thirty in the afternoon. Wow. So, they make it as difficult as possible. The six thirty in the afternoon, of course, with the purpose that by the time we got to speak, everybody had left, right? And there was nobody there because everybody had to go back to work, etc., or back to their own lives. So that's exactly what happened. At six thirty, there was nobody left, and also to make sure that that most of what most of us could not wait around uh, until six thirty because you know people work. So that that's how they how that's that's how they do it. And when when we uh, 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 went to our petition, we had to go rigorously through the process of the petition, which means that you had to cite the specific sections of the book that you're complaining about, objecting to, et cetera, et cetera. And, and even then, we were able to generate over 2,000 uh, petitions. Uh, and, but it took uh, a lot of work and, and a lot of uh, people contacted. Now, when that happened and they... they, they uh, decided not to take the books then some of the some of their people started a, a, a campaign uh, over email and they received they say like uh, I don't know how many emails just complaining about the decision 
but nothing like this, the their own rules and regulations say that they had to do it. And we complied with their uh, requirements. The other people was just an email campaign, right? And uh, so they took that in, at face value. And the chair used that as one of the reasons to to uh, go back on their decision to not to use the books and reinstate it, which again was a violation. And so th that's the way uh, we're treated, uh, always unfairly. It's like, like everything else that is going on in this country. Look at the DOJ and the... Uh, you know, the Department of Justice and the FBI and everything else. It's like so open, in, in, you know, for everybody to see right now that they they feel threatened and they have no choice but to come out in the open. Wow. Hoping that, hoping that their base will be strong enough to sustain them, but I don't think it is. And I don't believe that the base of the Democrat Party is going. Listen, the pain that Americans are feeling in our schools, as you so well described what's going on in Miami-Dade, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the atrocities that's going on in our schools that you have described, uh, young people who want a tattoo, they can't get one until uh, they're a certain age, but yet they can get all of these other things sexually related in their schools without any parental knowledge of that. Uh, Raphael, uh, Dr. Raphael Yosoref is my uh, special guest here, my very good friend, and I look forward to seeing you real soon. Raphael, you've described to us, though, a, a trend, a trend that seems to be sweeping all the way across America. If, in fact, we don't turn this around, especially where our young people are concerned, is there then a codependency on what government and school boards are telling our children is the risk of our children being irreparably damaged. Uh, is that really something that has already happened or is that on the horizon? Talk to us. No, no, no. That is something that has already had uh, significant implications in the present time. Look at what happened with the education. Our children are, are have fallen behind in the, these last two years because of the the stupid uh, continued lockdowns, uh, uh, you know, pressed by the teachers' unions and and uh, you know the government, as you well know. Look at uh, Biden's. Uh, our president owns uh, uh, declarations in the last interviews that he has had as far as these uh, these uh, issues, just like. Uh, two days ago in TikTok, the, he said that, that uh, you know, the, the, he could not believe that it was immoral not to support these uh, children in their, in their transition desires and things like that. I mean, this is our own president. And, uh, and uh, the, the governments in the, in the uh, de Democrat-controlled uh, states, thank God we have a different government in Florida that is uh, protecting uh, the, the rights of parents, and a law has been passed. Right, which the, they call the "Don't Say Gay" law. The, the the law doesn't mention gays, but the problem is that the Democrats, you know, they're so desperate that they have overplayed, overplayed their hand. And just like it is known that the BLM movement overtook the the plight of the uh, of the black people, the African Americans, the people of color in this country for their own gain, but they really don't care about black people. It's for their own enrichment and for their own purposes of destroying society because they are communists and everybody knows that. So I'm not just crying red communists because, no, no, everybody knows they are self-declared, the founders are self-declared Marxists. 
the same way with the gender ideology, because the, the people that are promoting gender ideology, for the most part, are not gay people. You know, there's an, already an organization that is called uh, Gays Against Groomers, and, and this lady that represents them, I forget her name right, uh, right now, but she speaks very eloquently. Uh, she's gay herself. She's gay uh, herself. She's a lesbian or a bisexual or a, uh, I don't say this disrespectfully. Uh, this is what she says. But th her group, which grew immensely in, in the thousands of people uh, in, uh, in, in, in a month, are saying precisely that these people have hijacked their movement and given them a bad name, but they don't want their own children to be subjected to this thing. In less than two months, another group came out, Trans Against Groomers, that united with this group. Because, you know, they are uh, uh, subjecting the, the children to... Um, to um, yeah, but... Shows with uh, with trans people and all of that stuff. It's, I mean, it's, if you if you would do that and take them to a club like that, you will be you will be charged with child abuse. But if the government does it or the school does it, it's okay. Wow, you know, Raphael, you you said something that uh, I think every American should be absolutely alarmed about the double standard in almost a reverse way. You have people who are pushing this agenda. Uh, on you, but yet they themselves would not allow their own children to do this type of thing. No, no, no that is not what I said. See, uh, uh, excuse me. The, the people that say that do not. They, they, the, the people that these two groups that I said are against pushing this on children, and they say that. The people that put, that are pushing these agendas are, have hijacked their movement and is giving a bad name to their movement. And they say that they don't want their own children to be, to, to be subjected to these things, to this indoctrination. Ah, I see. I see where I missed you. I see. They don't want their own children to be subjected to it. They, they don't agree with, us, with, with what's being done to their children. And they don't want their own children to be subjected to that because they don't believe in that. And they say that their movement has been hijacked by the people that are pushing this agenda. Wow. Wow. And it's giving them a bad name. Just like it happened with BLM and the black, pop, uh, the black uh, people, the black community. They destroyed their, their cities and they destroyed their businesses. And they enriched themselves in the process. They don't care about black people. No, no, they, they... Yet, every, yet everybody, uh, all corporate, every corporation, sports, and everybody was BLM, BLM, BLM. What a joke for two years. No, it was. What a joke. Streets, major streets were renamed Black Lives Matter, Boulevard, Avenue, all those type of thing over a hoax, over a money-making scheme. It has been exposed for what it is. And guess what? Raphael, you don't hear much from BLM anymore, do you? You don't hear that? You, you don't... Because they, now they retreated to enjoy their profits. They have retreated to enjoy their profits. Is it profits because they were supposed to be charity donations, right? So we don't even know if they paid taxes on it, right? Are they being investigated? Of course not. 
Of course not. But you would be, you, you would be, you and I would be if, if we had pulled something like that. In fact, you and I would be in jail if we'd pulled something like that. Absolutely. Well, just like there's so many people in jail now for the six, uh, for the January 6th uh, uh, thing, which, uh, you know, it was uh, inappropriate to breach the Capitol that day, et cetera, et cetera. We agree. But it was not like people are being held uh, without uh, their obvious corpus uh, rights. Uh, in uh, in jail for months without without a trial or an accusation, and and stuff like that. Yet people who really killed people and the policeman that killed uh, the unarmed citizen unnecessarily, nobody knew even his name for a long time. So there's uh, there's this is incredible. And now let's talk about the eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. Who will be fired, who will be fired if you Americans will go to the polls and vote Pelosi and her group out. Take back the Senate as well. Raphael, we can we can fire those 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 IRS agents who have been hired. Absolutely. They haven't been being hired yet. And you know that they uh, they they said in the requisites, uh, the requirements to apply for the job is you, you need to be. Uh, able and, and ready to uh, to carry uh, firearms and to use lethal force if necessary. An IRS agent. Wow. So they're actually creating an army. It sounds like an army. The president, when asked, has, has said has said in, in, in actual conversation with reporters, well, let's say that they're looking into your bank account and they find uh, some irregular activities, then they will look into it further. They're looking into my bank account. Yeah, yeah. On a regular basis, without any 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 indication of of uh, you know, I'm a I'm a taxpaying citizen. They're going to be routinely looking into my casually looking into my bank account. What the hell is this? And they arbitrarily determine, Raphael, if you're guilty. They, they arbitrarily uh, determine that if you're guilty, some individual who is, this power is just absolutely unbridled, and we must rein it in. We must rein it in. Raphael, I got, uh, I got about two minutes left. You got the last word. Tell us how to get in touch with you and how to bring you to a place where we are to carry the message that you're carrying. Talk to us. No, absolutely. Uh, if, 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 please go to the to the website of CCDF, which is uh, ccdfusa.com, ccdfusa.com, and there you can see what uh, the organization is all about. Uh, it's, it's based on the uh, founding documents of this country, the, the Constitution, the Federalist Papers, and of course the Declaration of Independence, and all the principles that are there. We are uh, Americans. Uh, that love our country, we want our country not to be fundamentally changed, but always to to be improved as we've been doing for the last 250 years. Go in there, look at the organization. If you like it, then register as an ambassador, which doesn't mean that you are obligated to do anything, except that uh, you will be uh, informed of all activities and call to actions and things like that. And if you're so inclined, of course, we need donations because all of these things that we're doing take a lot of uh, money. Everything costs money, so we ob- obviously need money, just like every other nonprofit organization. Uh, so if you're so inclined, please donate. But uh, anyways, check out our website, CCDF, 
ccdfusa.com go there and become an ambassador help my good friend Dr. Rafael Yosaref do the work that you can certainly join in and making successful Rafael I'll probably give you a call after I get off the show here today need to talk to you about several things and uh, I look forward to uh, helping you promote and move uh, your organization listen man God bless you 